0: Raquel and this is Brenna. Hey, what's up? What's up? This is Religion Made Me Do It. Hey, what's up? Not our most enthusiastic intro. Um, By far. (laughs) By far. (laughs) But um, today, we're very excited because today we're talking about Satanism. Hail Satan. Hail Satan. Um, so I guess I'll just go ahead and, uh, jump into a definition as, I mean, I gleaned most of my information from Wikipedia because that's what I did through most of college. Um, <laughs> but some of those studies also, like there, there are citations for a 2016 study from, um, I'm going to butcher this name as Jorn he's definitely Nordic, uh, James R. Lewis and Jesper a Peterson, double A Peterson. Um, and one of the definitions that they gave for Satanism is that it is a term that has a history of being a designation made by people against those whom they dislike. It is a term used for othering. The concept of Satanism is an invention of Christianity, for it relies upon the figure of Satan, a character deriving from Christian mythology. And... Um, I really, I really liked that because I felt like, it explains the emergence of it and how Satanism came about because of Christianity's existence, really. Um, and yeah, this historically- ain't, This ain't your mama's Satanism. The, this ain't your mama's Satanism. <laughs> but historically, Satanism is a term that was given to other groups of Christians from other groups of Christians because they didn't like them.
1: Yeah, it's like Um, when you're
0: like in middle school and you're talking about (laughs) the teacher that you hate and you're like, she's the devil incarnate. Exactly. So that's um, where Satanism comes from. Um, And the original like word Satan, I guess was not like, it wasn't like a proper name. They weren't like, yo, here's this guy named Satan he is the devil like it happened because as most religions come about um so christianity formed in the way that most religions come about and it's a mix of folklore that eventually become institutionalized and put into written word um so he didn't have a proper name for a very long time rather satan the word Simply means the adversary, so he's not just like a red dude with pinpointy horns that somebody saw one day and was like, "That's Satan." Um, Rare. (laughs) Rather, that image came about much later, Um, and really, it's if you look at the biblical usage of the word, it is like almost synonymous with just other. So even in the Book of Samuel, David is referred to. David, you know, um, quote, man after God's own heart, is referred to as the, quote, Satan in reference to the Philistines since he was their opponent. Yeah. Um, And it's used as a verb in the Old Testament as well, just means to oppose.
1: Right. I feel like this um, idea of Satan is just used to, I guess, give, like, a face
0: Mm -hmm.
1: to adversary and, I guess, technically make people feel a little better, like... Um, like a lot of people believe, um, for instance, in Shintoism that, which is the main religion of Japan, um, and it's been around for centuries, that basically like all people are good, but they're influenced by demons, which are evil. So I feel like it's kind of similar to that at least in my mind, when I think about let's give a name and a face to something that makes people do bad things. Yeah. Instead of actually taking the responsibility for yourself. (laughs) Yeah. uh, All right, we're digging in there. (laughs) um, Which, which I don't mean it to be like, you know, super negative. Like if you believe that, or if you're Shinto and you believe that, you know, people are are good and whatnot. I mean, don't get me wrong. I I think that people are are generally good. I think that they Mm -hmm. get turned the other way, but I don't think it's because some mystical God is doing
0: it necessarily. Whispering in your ear. I mean, sometimes, sometimes
1: I do. Mm -hmm. Like I said, I'm not necessarily one or the other. I kind of like bounce back and forth between like, (laughs) it just, it's hard. Um, but I find that really intriguing. Um, but yeah, I think that that whole creation of an idea of Satan as like a being, mm-hmm. it just comes from people wanting to put a name to take the blame away from themselves. Same with like possession. You know, yeah. Like the whole the whole idea around possession is that it, it's it's not you it's it's the the deity or the, the thing that's inside of you it
0: couldn't possibly be a mental illness right and that's just
1: absurd right and also like there's the, there's of course the aspect with like a lot of possession and such that either you were vulnerable mm-hmm. to like to the point where a demon was allowed to enter you or, like, an, an evil being was allowed to enter you. Um, so there's still, like, that aspect of, like, you had to sin first, I guess.
0: Yeah, or invite it in.
1: Yeah. But also, in <clears> a lot of times, it's, like, especially, like, if you watch The Exorcist, like, that little girl <laughs> didn't do shit. Mm-hmm. I can't even remember. What is it, like, Linda or something?
0: I don't know. I didn't I've, – I've tried to watch The Exorcist several times. and quite It's a great frankly, movie. I, I did not – think so (laughs) it is a great movie like for its time like i'm sure it was just hard for me to get
1: through i mean i think okay i know this isn't like the movie channel but i think for its time like it's got some really great effects
0: yeah like i'm sure like the
1: makeup on the girl like was pretty good and also like the part where she takes the crucifix and starts stabbing herself in her (laughs) hoo-ha her what what her (laughs) hoo-ha
0: (laughs) <laughs> and she's like, fuck Jesus. Uh. I know, honestly, that was pretty fucking bold. <laughs> it for, is pretty it fucking was, bold. What,
1: the 50s, 60s? Yeah, when I it was, think it was the sixties. God. Like maybe late sixties, but still the sixties. Yeah. And speaking of movies, I also and oh well, we can talk about that later, but I was also going to... I also want us to talk about Rosemary's Baby.
0: Oh, yeah. We watched that together. it, yeah, was, it was a good it was time. A good, it was a good movie. I'll talk about that more a little later. Okay. Let's do it. Um, first, we want to get into the history. Do we feel like we've covered the overview enough? Yeah. I mean, okay. with, with
1: my large caveat. Um, so, I'm going to be covering the history portion. Um, so, I did quite a bit of research on this. <laughs> um i feel like satanism is just kind of like a wormhole that you go down god it really is like i feel like i feel like it's getting like one of those crappy like flashlights that instead of like the battery they have like the shakable battery
0: (laughs) and it but it like
1: never works so you're like bare. you're like walking in like a pitch black tunnel without like really any light whatsoever (laughs) yeah i feel like that's like my experience researching and
0: mine was simply just me on my couch at two o'clock in the morning with only my computer screen light on which hurts your eyes after a while but i was too lazy to get up and actually turn on some lights um, it's fine but when i when i went away from it it definitely felt like a very dark tunnel
1: yeah it, it always does i yeah. mean that's what satan wants you to feel right yeah hail satan hail satan <laughs> um anyway so i wanted to start and of course like the whole idea of Satanism goes far back, but I wanted to like talk about more modern Satanism. So I'm actually beginning with like the last half of the 19th century, which is where we see like a a resurgence of Satan as the anti-hero thanks to works including, I'm gonna butcher this, Josue Kardak. He wrote um, an anti-papal hymn to Satan. Mm. Um because he was opposed to the Catholic Church, hence anti-papal. <laughs> that shouldn't that wasn't funny, I don't know. <laughs> uh, and William Blake's, Blake's illustrations oh, God, for Paradise Lost. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> And of course, that's not his actual book. He just did the illustrations. But in Paradise Lost, he um, depicts Satan a few times in his, in that book. And that was in 1888. Um, But later, he writes a book, Blake writes a book on his own later and calls it The Marriage of Heaven and Hell, talking about the duality and what that looks like in his mind and his perspective. He presents Satan as a messiah. Which, again, kind of resurges this idea of Satan as like an anti-hero, but still kind of a hero. Um, Because like me and Raquel were talking about earlier, the idea of Satan just comes from like the idea of an other, like an adversary, uh, somebody different. And so that's not necessarily bad,
0: which Mm -hmm. I think is
1: where a lot of people kind of go off the deep end with Satanism, is that because you're different, that's bad. Yeah. And that's why we have, like, I mean, a lot of little kids that are like, mom, dad, I'm different. And, like, same same with, like, people that come out as being, like, gay or something within that community as being so different and therefore it's bad. Mm-hmm. I could talk all day about, <laughs> you know, differences and why we view them yeah. as being bad. But, I mean, I feel like that's something that is notably christian Mm-hmm. In theory, is just that, and and it may be the same for other religions too. I can't really speak on that as much because I wasn't raised. Well, I think into it that. is human
0: nature to separate yourself from the other, and I think that's why there is so much romanticism around the figure of Satan, is because like he is so often depicted as the other that people really cling to that, uh, not not like as an explanation for you know why you know if they're thinking why am i different but also like they see i mean we everybody loves a good underdog story and yeah. satan is kind of seen as the ultimate underdog like
1: right he stands because like for,
0: um like subversion and like not even necessarily anarchy but just standing against
1: Right, and then, but then you have like you know people who um, take the story from Satan as an angel falling in Mm -hmm. like the Book of Isaiah and other aspects of the Bible um, where they depict like um, like this Morning Star angel figure Mm -hmm. um, who falls from from God and decides to leave heaven slash he gets kicked out of heaven because he chooses to go against God. Um, And so there's, of course, you know, the whole aspect of, well, he chose to leave paradise. Mm -hmm. But then I think that that goes similarly with some of my arguments that I made in episode three about Adam and Eve, about how Satan, or not even Satan, but just the serpent, who Mm -hmm. technically is a representation for most people of what Satan is, He explains to Adam and Eve why they should want to leave, quote unquote, paradise, Mm -hmm. because this paradise is just a world of ignorance. Mm -hmm. And so that is, to me, not a negative thing at all, but something liberating, which I think is what intrigues A lot of people and creates a lot of followers in this religion and you'll see that more as we explain further but i think that this is definitely depicted in this resurgence especially with um blake and kardak and their you know art pieces and in their writings definitely so i wanted to continue so
0: gosh just <laughs> there's a lot <laughs> i mean it, it it's so
1: funny too because it's like when you read about and do research about satanism sometimes like you can't tell if the person if the way that they're depicting it especially
0: like in this history section were for it or against it mm. um well, so, everybody comes with their own biases like even historians
1: no right that's not what i mean but like you can't tell when they're like talking about what they did if it's like if they're viewing it almost in like a serious manner or if they're doing it to be ironic or if they're doing it to be kind of um... or oh, like the practic- practitioners practice practitioners <laughs> not, not of even satanism pra- kind <laughs> of but like i mean so i had a section in here that i wanted to talk to you about how satan is also depicted in works from socialist leaders um oh bakunin and karl marx yeah
0: well and i saw that it's it's a little bit prominent in eastern european culture. right
1: right yeah um and i feel like that also you know comes from different folklore and such mm-hmm. of having like another being um you know that's negative and also the um the generalization of like catholicism everywhere yeah and so you know they generally believing that the Bible is the true word and, you know, with witchcraft and, like, the very personified nature of the devil and, like, how if you let him in, he'll come to get you. hmm Um, I don't actually remember where I was going with that at all. Well,
0: we were talking about the, uh, socialist countries.
1: Oh, yeah. So, I feel like that's also where that comes from and why mm-hmm. that's still, like, really held on to. Yeah. And I think that that's because it was depicted in works from these socialist leaders, Karl Marx especially, that it's viewed very negatively mm. as being a bad thing,
0: or that socialism could also because it is linked to that could also be viewed as a bad thing from somebody who comes from a Christian perspective.
1: Right. Right. Yeah, definitely. Especially since I mean, nowadays in America, like mm-hmm. around 2020, there's such like a bad stigma mm-hmm.
0: against socialism. Which understandably so. I mean, there's a reason because it negatively impacted a lot of people. Right. Um, I think you can go too far in the other direction of in course. regards to that. And I think that
1: too, a little too often, that's usually what opinions on other people and differences, kind of like we mentioned earlier, always result in, is taking things either way out of context, taking things way too literally without actually creating an open and healthy conversation with somebody about what they think and why they believe that. Definitely. And I think that this is definitely, probably, like, one of the best examples would be Satanism, just mm-hmm. because there's so many people that don't bother reading the book. They just look at the cover, mm-hmm. which has got, like, a, a, a Baphomet statue on it.
0: And they're, Some like... dude with horns. Yeah, and they're, like... <laughs> have like, milk coming out of his titty or something. Yeah. He's
1: got, like, a human girl child, like, sucking on his teeth, <laughs>
0: Which is understandably a very strange uh, image. Yes, but then it's like behold. when you understand why, it's like, oh. Well, that's why we're talking about the history of it. And, and it's something that, you know, I think we aim to do with this podcast is to understand, like, why do you believe the things that you believe? Because something I'm realizing as an adult is so many people believe so much of just what they're given, I guess, which is natural is human nature. But oftentimes challenging that and actually studying the history behind it helps you understand why Maybe, maybe, in your mind, um, an idea like socialism is tied to Satanism for whatever one reason or another.
1: Right. Well, I'm sure that I've mentioned this to at least you before. But I could talk for hours about familial religion. Yeah. And how religion is just something that's basically passed down within a family. Mm -hmm. Unless you have, like, a few outliers who have either converted or chosen to be you know, agnostic, atheist, or um, non-theistic, it's just kind of like a black hole. But I mean, I could talk for hours about yeah. that just because you look at family and it's like, you know, you're, you learned because your mama learned and her mm-hmm. mama learned and her mama mama learned. And blah, blah. Yeah.
0: Well, that kind of goes back to most most of these depictions of Satan being from folklore. They're not actually written into the um testaments per se or maybe they were added on later or you know like the, the idea of satan was not at the beginning of christianity right. or or even judaism it rather formed over these retellings these perpetuations of familiar religion yeah um and then later on put into these books yeah and
1: also going back to what i said yes I think, like, similarly coming into play because people wanting to feel better about their actions and take less responsibility for it, them.
0: And it also, I feel like it bonds people together, you know? It's like we all believe in this In one the same thing.
1: adversary. Yeah. Yeah. We, we're it's all fighting like against the everybody, same
0: thing. Everybody has that one friend that you made in middle school because you're like, you hate that bitch, I hate that bitch too. Like, let's be best friends. I hate that batch too i didn't mean to say it like that (laughs) i was trying to say best and then it came out like betch and then i sounded like a betch ah yes (laughs) okay um yeah i want to continue with the history brenda so we can avoid that uh travesty that just happened (laughs)
1: sure sick remind me to cut that out (laughs) (laughs) um so now i wanted to discuss alistair Crowley. And I I didn't want to, I didn't really want to spend a ton of time talking about him. Um, But he was basically an occultist um, that viewed Satan symbolically. So meaning that he viewed viewed for like what his meaning was as like an adversary character to God slash Jesus slash like the good word in Christianity versus, you know, actually believing he was a person. But he also believed Satan to be the provider of soul and rebellion to the universe. Mm. And I really like that he uses the word soul to describe his idea of the symbolic Satan just because I feel like what gives people soul and what part of the beauty of each person is the differences. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like that directly um, represents what I think a lot of modern Satanists are trying to depict Mm -hmm. in their belief and their thoughts and their actions is that it's okay to be different Mm -hmm. and all, because that's what gives us heart and that's what makes us special and work together and everything that just came out of my mouth was super sugar gay but um it was so good yeah and and it's funny because alistair crawley is not usually deemed as the a great guy
0: yeah
1: i didn't like i said i didn't research a lot about him but i've just heard that he's not a great guy and and if that's actually not the case please tell me but i've got some references here that just (laughs) it doesn't seem like he's a doesn't
0: paint him in a great light (laughs) yeah not really um
1: that stinks Yeah. But anyway, I, I liked what he said. Oh. I, I liked that bit. Yeah. At least. All right. So now I want to get into talking about <laughs> our good old bald boy. Oh, yes. Our good old bald LeVay. boy.
0: <laughs> or Levy. I don't know. Yeah.
1: Anton <laughs> L- Levy or Lavier. I'm going to or... say Levy. Levy. Yeah, Anton I like Levy. It's kind of like. um. It sounds like a very French name. Well, yes. That's actually what I was trying to get at. Oh, it's it reminds me of Marie LeVu.
0: <laughs> William Defoe? No, Marie LeVu. <laughs> no what you said. I'm just continuing with, you know, examples.
1: William Defoe? I don't know. I love William Defoe. If you haven't seen The Lighthouse, watch The Lighthouse. Anyways. Anyway. LaVey. <laughs> so, um, Anton LeVay, or Levy or Louvu, or whoever. <laughs> however you want (laughs) to he's he's basically the the father of modern satanism in the 20th century hail satan hail satan he is the black pope is that what they call him yes he's the black pope that's what they call their leader he's the black pope okay so between 1957 and 1960 LaVey held night classes after working at an amusement park <laughs> in the occult. And regular attendees, uh, I guess probably just like, I guess in the words of Disney, like his other cast members.
0: Oh my God.
1: <laughs> I'm not saying that he worked at Disney. That's not what I'm getting at. Mm-hmm. I just know that he worked at an amusement park.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so his regular attendees, ended up forming a church of satan um and that just basically came out because they were having these discussions slash meetings so often that they were like well shit
0: let's make this a thing
1: <laughs> i don't actually know if he's you know southern at
0: all but kind of like the uh this podcast yeah we just hung out a few times and we're like let's let's fucking do that yeah you know i feel like nothing we're gonna talk really... about this we might as well record it
1: right i feel like nothing really riles me up like religion yeah it just like brings out the inner tiger.
0: <laughs> Rar.
1: Rar XD. <laughs> um so yeah. So uh so like I said, their meetings eventually came more ritual based. Um, which includes costuming and music, so like the typical like Death Eater garb from Harry Potter. Sorry, Raquel, oh, you yeah? won't you won't really get that. No,
0: no, no, no. I I started watching them recently to reclaim my childhood. Um <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> of crim- the, they're the they're the dudes who like float around and they suck your soul out, right? Or no. essentially. No, <laughs> no. No, those are dementors. <sighs> Fuck me. She must
1: have only gotten to the third movie. I'm I sorry, did. Guys.
0: <laughs> I did. This is exactly true.
1: Read the book. The book's better. Okay. To all of you, read the book. Except Bridge to Terabithia. Bridge to Terabithia I think is a horrible <laughs> book. It's a much better movie. <laughs> Satanism. Satanism. Hail Satan. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, Yeah, so like I said, they their meetings became more ritual based, and they started costuming themselves, and also doing uh, different like spooky music, I guess spooky um and then in 16 in, sorry not in 16 <laughs> damn he just got old <laughs> he finally turned into that vampire that he looks like oh man oh my god <laughs> Also,
0: i he, highly he looks like everything look up a picture the, of this guy the leader of the church of satan would be he like really does everything it's like a look it's a look vogue 2020 yeah well so like you know how the 70s already have like that vampy Kind of like aspect to it. Oh yeah, they were like do a fuck ton of drugs and then look emaciated.
1: Yeah, so it, like with like the little vampy, like the mini skirt, jump jumpers and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Was with that like- what he
0: wore? <laughs> no i'm just saying with i'm like, just picturing this vampire dude in a mini skirt now <laughs>
1: that's not good no i'm not saying he wore miniskirts but there's like pictures of him with like a very like vampy gothy looking 70s chick mm-hmm. and she's got like the beautiful long hair with like the bangs that's like turned upwards at the end um, she was hot yeah he was not
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> i'm sorry in this episode of hot or not satanism edition
1: Um, so in 1969 he published the satanic bible and this included aspects of um human autonomy self-determination in the face of an indifferent universe cute along with uh, different rituals that they practice including music um costuming uh lighting different um i guess blood kind of rituals even though they didn't really use human blood yeah. um that's a myth <laughs> <laughs>
0: well i'm sure it has unfortunately actually been used
1: oh yeah well like in folklore yes yeah there's like the whole thing about witches you know drinking the blood of like the person that they're hoping to take hold of and blah 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 um but that's not what we're well, talking about we're not about. talking about that we're talking about, we're modern talking about satanism, satanism. So, I know. I so, you know, he's written the Bible now. He's actually set up a religion. He has a cult following. Um, everything's going well. And then the 1980s hit, and oh. we have the satanic panic.
0: Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. So, basically, Jesus. this
1: was just where a whole bunch of Christian fundamentalists who didn't like the differences and couldn't respect other people's beliefs for some reason, these fundamentalist Christians always got to go put their noses in everybody's shit. <laughs> <laughs> they pushed ideas that satanic cults were systematically abusing children and murdering people serially in their rituals. And what also didn't help was the media coverage of serial killer Richard Ramirez, who claimed to be a Satanist and also claimed to have an association, an association with Anton LaVey, um, the creator of modern day Satanism, um, which I just mentioned. Um, but LaVey uh, denied this and said that if he came, if he was a part of the Satanic Church, he only entered once, if that, just mm-hmm. the one time.
0: The uh, killer only yeah. entered once? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, So if he, so basically said that if he considers himself a Satanist, he does not associate with my clan kind of thing. Um, And this, of course, just fueled the fire against Satanism. I mean, obviously this idea, this ideology continues today as many people who don't really understand what Satanism is or where it came from just think that it's a bunch of people holding hands and like playing with their Ouija boards and like, Singing <laughs> "Hail That's not, Satan." I
0: thought you were about to end that statement. <laughs> <laughs> Playing with something else. Uh, well, um, but that too. Yeah, they do do that too. Often, um, seen as what they do.
1: Yeah, just doing a whole bunch of shit. You yeah. know, just you know, eating children. Yeah. Killing people. Yeah. Drinking their blood. Yeah. yeah. Just a regular Tuesday evening. Yeah, Um, but that's actually not what it is, which is why we're here. Yeah. Um, So uh, in 1997, when LaVey died, his wife ended up winning custody of the church. um, And that she ended up uh, signing Peter H. Gilmore, who is a long follower in the church, um, to become the new high priest slash black pope and his wife becoming the high priestess. However, his statements that the Church of Satan members were the only true Satanists led to a church exodus, making many create their own offshoots of Satanism. <sighs> so it's just, yeah. So you think that that was like a lot, just wait. Because there's like a whole, whole, whole bunch. Okay. Um. So That's we cool. of course have like, luciferianism and uh what was the
0: other one uh the order of the nine angles not angels yeah it's not angels it's angles i read that very late at night (laughs) (laughs)
1: um but i'm actually not going to be talking about them a lot today um because i find that um while they are relevant to this um I didn't find them as relevant to modern Satanism, especially yeah. when it comes in contact with like the media and what we think of. Um, but the one that talk
0: about them a little bit, yeah, a
1: little bit. Um, but the one that usually comes to mind, which is a direct offshoot um, since the ending uh, in ninety seven of uh, Peter H. Gilmore's takeover of the Satanic Church, is the Satanic Temple, um, which is the most successful result of church divisions gained um, that gained attention in 2013. And like I said, this is part of the one that I wanted to cover the most because yeah. it is the most successful result of yeah. the church dividing. Um And they're like
0: doing good shit. Yeah, they are doing <laughs> good shit. In the world. They legitimately are.
1: Yeah, like if you if you want to hate on satanism, don't because like these people make it worth it. Yeah. Like if you're ever curious, this is where you want to go. Yeah. Because this is a great you know, a great little affiliation. Um,
0: you want to talk about them some more? Uh, so yeah. you know what we're getting ourselves into?
1: So, like I said, um, the Satanic Temple was a result of the church division in 97 from Peter H. Gilmore's takeover of LaVey's uh, Satanic Church. And they gained attention in 2013 with a satirical rally against the Florida governor, Rick Scott. <laughs> Right. Uh, <laughs> now, the co-founders Lucian Greaves and Malcolm Jerry characterized the temple's creation as a reaction to the Church of Satan because of its inability, quote unquote, inability to manifest itself into a real-world relevant organization. Okay. Um and basically this just came about um like I mentioned earlier like a lot of what the Satanic Temple stands for is satire mm-hmm. um, for a political goal. Beautiful. And, right. Um, and therefore, it wasn't ever taken seriously. Um, so therefore, they decided to make people take it seriously and turn it into an actual temple. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so the Satanic Temple, they view themselves as a non-theistic religion, or they do not believe in God or gods. And this religion embraces the devil as only a symbol of rebellion. Um, And and like I said, a lot of people are probably like, well, how can it be, you know, non-theistic if they're still using, like, the devil? And this is just because they're using the devil as a
0: symbol to symbolize to other people. It's kind of how Buddhists, like, don't worship Buddha per se, but see him as, I mean...
1: Yeah, it's like, a, it's like an admirable figure. Admirable figure, yes. Yeah, to like a movement. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, the reason that they view Satan or the devil or whatever as their admirable figure is because he stands for the rebellion because of the whole fallen angel thing. And as I mentioned earlier, like freedom of or general liberation. Liberation from ignorance.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, uh, as I was saying, so they view the, the devil as a symbol. And the temple devotee devotes itself to politics focused on a separation of church and state. Love that. Religious equality. Love that, too. Mm-hmm. And reproductive rights. Love that, too. Love that. <laughs> so that's uh, kind of where I was wrapping up with that. Um, we're also going to talk about some of their... Uh, Great little uh, little court cases that they've had, which yes. are like a ton of fun. Um, <laughs> but I think before we get into that, we're going to talk about some of the beliefs of General Church of Satan goers
0: have. All oh, right. Um, I guess this is where I am interjecting. So we went over a little bit of them, and mostly just the fact that most modern day practicing satanists do not believe in satan as a god or like just sit around a fucking statue of the guy you know bowing down and worshiping and pray like they don't pray or anything it's just like they see him as a symbol and they uh form most of their rituals around this symbol and um Focusing really on like, what can lead you to be a better human because of this symbol, which may not seem like it connects now, but I promise I will get into that. Um, So the Church of Satan or Satanism is predominantly an American phenomenon, as well as Central and Eastern European, as we said. Um, most practicing branches of it were formed during or after the 60s, usually falling into one or uh, one of two categories and those are going to be theistic or atheistic Satanism. So theistic Satanism um, does see Satan as a venerable figure. Um, in some, do worship but that is the you know glaring minority really in like modern satanism and most modern satanism ascribes to atheistic satanism um before i get into that though i'll talk a little bit about literary and romantic satanism because i think that's where we get most of our um ideas of this figure of satan because They came through like folklore and everything and they were solidified into um, our like modern consciousness through these romantic and um, artistic figures. So the age of enlightenment basically started to shift the perspective of the Satan character. They took him out of the Christian narrative and um, used him to represent different things. Um, Like Brenna said, Paradise Lost was written by John Milton, who actually a lot of modern Satanists believe is a de facto Satanist, though his intentions were never to sympathize with Satan, but they're just like, I don't know. He was he was pretty cool for doing that.
1: Right. Well, um, back on that, like obviously, if 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 Milton wasn't you know a Satanist, mm-hmm. then definitely his uh his illust- his illustrator William Blake was, uh, <laughs> who like I mentioned earlier ended up uh, writing Marriage of Heaven and Hell.
0: There are a lot of poets though that like I, I found that most it mostly to be associated in poetry. Um, you know, gotta love poets, real. uh dark and stormy figures um (laughs) retweet but percy i don't know how to say this by Shelley, poet lord byron uh alfred deviney and victor hugo are some examples of um Poets who use Satanistic figures in their work. It was never really a cohesive movement, but was, I like, they didn't get together and say, like, oh yeah, we're gonna talk about Satan. It was just more like a thematic, like, after the fact. Um, people started looking back at that and, like, oh, noticed this um, trend, I suppose. And in this, Satan is depicted as benevolent or heroic. I think a good modern example of this heroic Satan. Um, or Benevolent, rather, is Lucifer on Netflix, which I've only watched, like, a few episodes of it. I never really got into it. I've never seen but it. I've heard that it's pretty good. It, I just know that, like, the guy that, who plays Lucifer is pretty hot. He's pretty hot. <laughs> but it... So he, he, like, basically plays this, like... He, he plays... Lucifer, he plays Satan as this fallen angel. He, like, owns a nightclub and stuff. And gets into all sorts of, you know, what's the word? <laughs> Trouble. Trouble, I guess. <laughs> uh, <ew. laughs> um, you know, that so, kind of reminds me a lot
1: about... Um, God, do you remember those books? They were, like, young adult fiction books. And it was about...
0: Like the Mortal Instruments series? No, I don't remember that. Oh man, those are so good. I probably couldn't read them if they have anything to do with this. That's true. Uh Alright, never mind. Forget that. (laughs) But uh, what I also find to be interesting and kind of thematic in this, and I know we were branching off from history, but... It was used a lot in um, political expression, especially with the American and French revolutions. Like a lot of, um, I guess, writers and theorists and um, thinkers of the time really looked up to the satanic figure as somebody who um, would subvert I think that's the word, um, authority and stand up for what they believe in, which is pretty cool. And I like this quote from that 2016 um, study on Satanism with Durindal Lewis and Peterson, which described the political um, venerance, whatever, of Satan as a symbol for the struggle against tyranny, injustice, and oppression, a mythical figure of rebellion for an age of revolutions, a larger than life individual for an age of individualism, and a free thinker in an age struggling for free thought, which, I mean, if you look at the, um, satanic temple, that's basically everything that they're about, and then, you know, obviously, it's in a lot of, like, metal and rock music black sabbath coven black widow all good examples although the most of the members of black sabbath are practicing christians which is pretty interesting right um hail satan hail satan (laughs) (laughs) um unfortunately there has been some you know as with any group there's going to be extremists who take it too far um some like black metal bands Turned into, uh, like, they, they started worshiping Satan, and associating Satanism with criminality, suicide, and terror. And so there was this, um, there was a series of attacks on Norwegian churches because of this. Um, so there was a movement away from that for a lot of people who listen to black metal and stuff. They were like, mm, we don't like that. So we're going to maybe stop talking about it a little bit and um, lay low. But then there is the theistic Satanism and atheistic Satanism, and I'm going to only briefly touch on theistic Satanism just because it is the minority, Um, but these are people who believe in Satan as a supernatural deity, not really omnipotent in a lot of cases, but more of a patriarch. Um, it's hard to <laughs> it's hard to pinpoint exact beliefs since they mostly involve small groups popping up regionally. Um, most are self-religions reflecting on pride as a core value, as well as self-reliance and productive nonconformity, which is you know associated with atheistic Satanism. Um, some of these theistic Satanism Satanists Satanists have. Um, not not ended up faring super well just because of again the extremism within them um but our our good old boy levey described the uh term theistic satanism as oxymoronic because it's not what any of the modern satanists believe in right um so we touched on luciferianism a little bit they basically just see him as a light bearer which I thought was interesting to note simply because a lot of the depictions of Satanism are, or Satan are dark. And they reject the name of Satan for him because they see the figure of Lucifer as like more easygoing. Like he's just a more of a chill dude. (laughs) Like he's the light bearer, I guess. Right. Um, and then there is the order of the nine angles, which is, um, it's just like
1: it's an order of people that are obsessed obsessed with right angles,
0: <laughs> essentially. I that's mean, they, it. they have a lot of angles in a pentagram, right? Ooh, that's true. Are there nine? Probably not. There's five because it's a pentagram. Because that's it's that's what it means. Anyways, <laughs> um, good going. Ah, oh, thank you. I wouldn't I appreciate have put that it. together fast
1: enough.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh God! <laughs> I forgot you know you know like when you're judging me hardcore over there for that no i
1: you know like when you're so used to saying something as its name that you forget that it's also like a description of what it is (laughs) yeah i do all the time like what like pentagram (laughs) Oh, God. Because people go, uh, oh, that's a pentagram. They don't go, oh, it's a pentagram because penta means five, and it's got five.
0: Uh, never mind. <laughs> Just go. Anyways, the order of the nine angles, um, there's there's four more. There's four more sides to that gram. Four more sides. <laughs> God. I hate everything that I just said. Um, but this one kind of caught me a little bit off guard. I'm not going to lie. Um, they're a very secretive... Did it throw you off your angle? Fuck <laughs> off. Um, they're a very secretive organization. So they there's not really like a whole lot to go off of. But they were established in Western England in the 60s. And united a number of ancient pagan organizations. They describe their occultism as traditional Satanism, which I'm realizing is a lot of these theistic Satanism or Satanists believe that their Satanism is the right one, which kind of goes back to the whole like there was the offshoot of the Church of Satan, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know if this is involved with that, though. I don't think so because it was in another country. But they do encourage human sacrifice, and, but they insist that children cannot be victims and rather target people they believe to be um, morally astray. And this was the part that really kind of freaked me out was that um, like sometimes people of the order join the police or military to carry out these killings. Which is just kind of like one of those things. It's like maybe do some background checks of government people who Reach, um, carry guns. But, make you them know, go to school longer. Make them go to school longer. Make them uh, really learn how to do their jobs, or you know, just look and in, look into people's backgrounds and um, hold them accountable because that's a very important thing that we are learning these days in and the year Satanism of our Lord complete, and Savior 2020.
1: Yes, and Satanism completely deals with being held accountable for exactly, your actions.
0: Exactly. At least will in the in, modern prescription. Yeah, which we will get into. And, like, I, I do highlight these not to paint any modern Satanists in a bad light, but just that, like, okay, there are maybe some, like, bad aspects. examples that have freaked people out to cause panic. You know, quite honestly. Same with um, Christianity, though. And, but yes, that is the other point that I would like to make. Is that is what happens when any group of people um, go extreme, go extreme, and they're secretive and they form a cult and it becomes organized, <laughs> essentially. Yeah. Um, is not not any time, but uh, unfortunately, a lot of times because it does place yourself against an other, and in this case. They're seeing people who are morally um, corrupt as this other, and I guess carrying out vigilante justice in their eyes, but whatever. We're going to move on to the Temple of Set, which Brenna actually was able to point out to me is an Egyptian god, and they believe that Satan is actually a corrupt like a corruption of the word set and that set is a real entity to be revered rather than worshiped. And he is the only true God. Um, they believe that set gave humanity the gift of the gift of humanity or, um, otherwise known as the black flame or the gift of set. And the last one I want to talk about in this realm is reactive Satanism, which is basically just stupid kids doing stupid kid things or people (laughs) or like people who have been like hurt by perhaps Christianity or other, um, you know, maybe people in their life and engaging in illegal behavior because of it or attempting to transgress cultural boundaries. And now, to um, atheistic Satanism, which is really the main one that we are talking about today. Like Brenna said, founded by Anton LaVey, um, the man with the eyebrows. Um, (laughs) 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 Most of the tenets of the Church of Satan are recorded in the Satanic Bible of 1969. They also believe in Satan as a representation of each individual's, quote, godhood, asserting that God is a creation of man rather than man being a creation of God. Basically, a a Satanist view of God is often their true self rather than an external deity. So a lot of Satanists believe... um, And I think this was a quote from LeVay that, um, like, every individual has their own Satan within them. (laughs) Like, the power within, like your uh, inner tiger, as Brenna wanted to say earlier. With great power
1: comes great responsibility. (laughs) Uncle
0: Ben! Oh, my God. Um, But LeVay states that this individual Satan is... Everybody's own reservoir of power um, inside each human to be tapped at will. So everybody has this capability to do good and to enact good in the in the world. Um, I believe the term they like to use a lot is productive nonconformity. Um, and yeah, so that's really one of the um, core beliefs is that every human has this. What's the word? Goodwill. Ability. Yeah. Um, so it's based off of his teachings, which promote indulgence, vital existence, undefiled wisdom, kindness to those who deserve it, responsibility to the responsible, and an eye for eye code of ethics. Um, and it rejects, in opposition to that, a lot of the Christian teachings, which are um, abstinence based on guilt, spirituality, unconditional love, pacifism, equality, herd mentality, and scapegoating. And uh, when I'm I for read all those things. Huh? I'm for all those things. Yeah, but that the rejection of those things? Yeah. Like pacifism? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Inequality? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I think a lot of... What I was about to go into is that, like, I think a lot of this rejection comes from a sense of realism that, Satan is a, uh, that Satanists believe themselves to have. So one of the core things that I was seeing when I was studying up on this is that, um, Satanists believe themselves to be carnal creatures. They believe that humans are carnal creatures, and rather than, you know, uh, prescribing to this Christian idea that we need to fight against these things to become, quote, holy, they embrace these things, um, and it even says that LeVay fully embraces all of the like seven deadly sins because he believed that um, these. He believes that they make up part of like the human psyche. Yeah. And so so, because these things make up why, like, your humanity, then ultimately they help you in the long run.
1: And, um, and I, I agree with a lot of that. Um, yeah. It kind of goes back to Epicureanism mm-hmm. um, in philosophy. Um, talking as um, happiness and wanting is like the purest good. Yeah. And satisfaction is like
0: the purest good as mm-hmm. well. Well, it makes sense. It's like this idea of because you're not depriving yourself of things, you won't feel the need to act that depravity out on anybody else. Right and hurt people because of it, which is you know a noble thing to believe. Like yeah. I totally believe that.
1: Yeah, um, I I
0: also think that it's um, it, it, kind of to me
1: and like an example is people always want to talk about how in like a lot of Christian fundamentalist <laughs> fundamentalist belief, um, there's like they're against like sex before marriage, mm-hmm. um, but you're just denying yourself decadence. But that yet yeah, that sexual passion and um, ability is something that's given to you by God.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: why would you deny that?
0: Uh, I guess it's just like, you can only like have it in this way because it's the holy way. Yeah, but that sounds like a bunch of bull. Yeah. I mean, I agree with that. But <laughs> Continue. <laughs> um, so that's what it rejects and it, it promotes, like I said, the carnal desires of human flesh, and rejects, you know, general abstinence from pleasure. Believes that the ideal Satanist should be individualistic and non-conformist, that self-indulgence, like we said, is a desirable trait, and that hate and aggression were not undesirable emotions, but are necessary for survival. So it's really a naturalistic view saying, like, hey, these exist, and we're not going to, like, hate ourselves for them, but rather maybe take them up, but try to keep acting in good ways. They describe themselves often as being the world's, uh, quote, first carnal religion and reject the legitimacy of many other organizations claiming to be Satanists, Satanists, dubbing themselves, uh, or not them, themselves, but the other Satanists as reverse Christians, pseudo-Satanists, or devil worshippers, atheistic or otherwise, and really only rely on the teachings of LeVay, which that's the one part that I'm like, hmm. I don't really know if I'm, like, cool with that, because, like, I feel like when you get any group of people together to follow one person, that becomes, like, a little bit problematic.
1: Yeah, I mean.
0: Because then you're sub-
1: you're subjecting yourself to everything that they do and such. Yeah. So, well, we're trying this new thing where we try to make <laughs> all of our episodes at least an hour or less. Yeah. So, <laughs> although we are just now getting the ball spinning on good old Satanism... This is where we're gonna pull the plug for today's episode, so we hope that you've really enjoyed this uh, hot take on Satanism. Stay so,
0: tuned for part two.
1: Yeah, stay tuned Sunday. for part two. It'll come the week after mm-hmm. uh, this one releases, yeah. which I guess will be in like two weeks from when we're recording this now. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so uh, follow us on Instagram at religion made me do it and Twitter. That religion made me do it we're trying to post more yeah
0: <laughs> we're both very like we have an aversion to social media so we're just trying this thing out <laughs> yeah
1: i'm like one of those people that somebody will text me and like it could be something super important like <laughs> like i don't know like satan's on my roof or something and like i'll just i'll see I'll it sing. i'll see it and i just won't respond I don't yeah. know why. So that's me with my phone. Basically,
0: my- we're just old farts. Yeah, <laughs> Both of us. I'm an old fart in a twenty-something-year-old's body. Yeah, I'd say same. I feel like I'm probably reaching my midlife crisis. I think I've already hit it. <laughs> <laughs> How old were you when you hit your midlife crisis? Eighteen. Oh God. Easily. <laughs> Easily eighteen. Well, yeah. Um, send us a comment. Send us a DM. Send us. Oh yeah! Stories. Email Personal us. Stories. Email Email us at
1: religion made me do it at gmail.com. Send us your story ideas. Send us your personal experiences. Send us your thoughts, your pleasures. Send us everything. Maybe not your pleasures. (laughs) I don't really want to know that. Maybe selective pleasures.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Nothing too raunchy.
1: Yeah. I swear if
0: I get a dick pic, I'm going to be so pissed. (laughs) I will curse you. We will invoke the name of Satan, and we will contact our good buddy Levey from I mean he's he's dead. Ouija board Ouija board time. Hasbro. and we will send we will send them after you.
1: yeah, they're yeah. coming. All right. well, I hope you've enjoyed <laughs> this episode again, as Raquel said, stay tuned for next week and follow us on our personal Instagram accounts and at f- f- Brenna Ferris wheel shit i almost guys gave you guys my personal email that's a no-no
0: god um, and uh raquel blackwood and brian is it's like b dot brian dot what is it <laughs> <laughs> b dot, Ryan dot C. okay
1: sick yeah. and uh mine not my email is brenna ferris wheel
0: mm-hmm. uh thank you for listening we appreciate it very much yeah and uh, thanks glad for you're still here going on this journey um, it's, it's through journey. the dark hole of Satanism with us. Hell, yeah. Hail, Satan. Hail, Satan. Have a great night.